Wait, this week it's not really a jolly opening. It's a simple message to the owners of football clubs. If you have underperformed this year and feel the need to put your prices up on season tickets, fucking don't. Fans are already being priced out of the game as it is, and we're now experiencing one of the worst cost-of-living crises of our lifetime. We supported our clubs through a pandemic by buying tickets, buying streams, and buying merchandise, despite not being able to attend games. Now it's your turn to support us and give back. Without the fans you are nothing. It's time you realize that. It's the lower league look. 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 See, that's how we get people to shut up, isn't it? Guys, welcome to episode... Clap! Episode 12 of the Lower League. Look, a bit late this week, Chris disappeared. He went to Scunthorpe and they absolutely battered him into the ground. He can't handle his drink and he's now here on Wednesday, finally sober. Can I just say, I don't think it was any point at the time I was there that I did not have a pint in my hand and that is included in the ground. Oh my <laughs> god! Anyway, we'll talk I mean that's how you anyway. get when you're about five foot two, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're only five foot three, so <laughs> honestly, it's, 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 all the time, guys. Right. So before we get into it, I've got an idea, and we're gonna start it off with it. You guys don't know what this idea is. Oh no! I'm sh- honestly, I, mean, I, I knew you were having an idea because I could hear, the, I could smell the burning. Yeah. Oh yeah. Smell the burning from up here. Right. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share the screen. Okay. Oh. Oh God! Make sure it's not like no EFL stuff because they'll get the. Oh no! No, no we're allowed now. We're allowed EFL stuff. They've, they've, we got a notification saying the EFL have dropped all cases against us. So good. Here we go, guys. Can you see this wheel? I can. This wheel has one to twenty-four on it. Grant, you're going to go first. Chris, you're going to go second. I'm going to spin it for you. Do you want to tell us what, what it's all about or what we're spinning? What I'm doing on? now. It's what I'm doing now. Whatever number you land on, that's your number for next season. And when the season starts and the teams are laid out, all 24 teams, whatever team is in your number, that is your team for next season. What you have to do at one point next season is alone get to a home game. Oh, fair. I'm up for it. I bet you I get fucking Exeter. (laughs) I hope you do. I swear to God, I hope you do. (laughs) Um... I've got to do it as well. I'm going to draw something. You've got to go alone. You've got to go alone. Chris has done some vlogging at Scunthorpe, and I think that that would be quite funny for us each to do individually at a game. Get there. That's going to be your team for the season. I want I you to it. know yeah. what the players are doing. Okay, Let's do it. Right. Here we do go, it. Grant. I'm just, I'm just waiting to see here, right? I'm going to get fucking Exeter. I know I'm going to have to go from... It's all right, Exeter are Exeter. going up. Exeter are going up, don't worry. I'm just, I'm just enjoying the Acer adverts, to be honest. I really hope you get more come. This is Grant. Grant, you are number 18. Make a note, Grant is 18th in the table. Anyone listening, pay attention to it. 18 for Grant. So this is when we know the alphabetical like, order of the teams. Yes. I really annoyingly, it's not going to be Exeter. <laughs> not, on, not on less 17 teams between A and C come up and down uh, uh, yeah well uh, go on then Let's go on. Chris off you go here's Chris's team it can't be your own team by the way if it's your own team you move to the next number down oh uh, unlucky for some that's 13 for some. oh brilliant 
That's gonna be that's gonna be like someone like that's gonna be Mansfield. someone like Morecambe. Mansfield, yeah. <laughs> oh, really you're going Derek oh, it'd be awesome. Oh, do you know I'll get battered? I'll get battered. Yeah. Now it's my turn. Fucking two, two. <laughs> Go to Bradford. That's going to be, I mean, if we look at the League Two table, now let's just bring this back. So I'm just going to say, bring the League Two table up. Yeah. Do you want me to bring it up on here? Yeah. In fact, I can't, I can't, I can't bring it up on here. can't bring it up on here. They get pissy enough when I bring up anything. Well, but, listen, but, in a couple of weeks, we'll work it out. <coughs> so League Two table, that's going to be, I'm 20, it's going to be someone like Rochdale. Get in! He's 20 minutes from my house. Going to Rochdale. I'm, listen, I, I'm quite up for an away day somewhere. I, I mean, I enjoyed. Listen, I've, I've mentioned it already. I enjoy my Scunthorpe day. So, um, yeah, let's see what happens. I would have a look to, to see who I think I could be with 18. Right. To be fair, if it was this season, I would be going to. Ooh, ooh. I reckon we could almost work this out. To be honest, I'd be going this season. I'd be going to Stevenage. Oh, um, oh, yeah. are going to? 18. Who are you? 18. Uh, you would be at Scunthorpe United, sir. Oh, you've been at Scunthorpe. Definitely will be there next year. Hey, I'll tell you what, you enjoy it as well. 13, I think, will oh, tell you what, Chris, tell us a little bit about your, your, your day at Scunthorpe, your fucking four days at Scunthorpe, um, including the hangover. And I'm going to work out who you'd have got this season. <laughs> I tell you what, it was great, absolutely brilliant. I I saw a lot. I, I met Will, I met Stu, I met Matty, and I met uh, I forgot his name. What was his name? Come on, what was his name? You might have to cut this bit out. Uh, no, we don't do editing. He <laughs> says he tries a lot of editing, but and I met and I met. Come on, what was his name? Jason, and uh, it was really nice. We started, we, <laughs> we started the well, we started the morning off, just so you know, morning, um, in a nice pub. Had a little chat. I'm gonna do two videos this week, I think. So, one of them's gonna be us chatting about Scunthorpe United, which I've done a little bit of editing, and they're gonna be in the first bit. Um, but it was really the second pub for me was the one where I met. Some of the fans that were even more pissed off of what's going on in their minds of what's going on uh, at the club, and there was obviously uh, there was a protest. Um, got to the ground, um, yeah, it, on the seventy-second minute. So, because seventy-two years in the you know the Scunthorpe being in the football league, uh, they threw some tennis balls on the pitch, and then there was a little mini. What was the symbolism of the tennis balls? 72 years, so it was 72 Why tennis, tennis balls. balls, though. It just, it just stops playing, it's hard isn't it? if you throw yeah. one ball on. I think it was just the yeah. fact that it was easy enough to, to probably sneak in. Um, yeah, fair enough. I mean, the old firm they chucked glass bottles in the pitch, yeah, they did. Yeah, but that wasn't. I <laughs> the mean, problem they is, were... with thought they were just looking to protest, the old firm were looking to kill. Yeah, and it's just Glasgow, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, and like, I'll tell you one thing, they did not stop singing all game. They were incredible. 
I tell you what, they put a lot of clubs to shave, including uh, ours truly, if I'm honest. Um, they just sung and sung and sung. They all stayed there till the end. Uh, and it was a 4 0 de- defeat. Mansfield won, and they were appalling. They were terrible, unfortunately. When they... you say they, you mean Scunthorpe. I'm talking about. Not, not Mansfield. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the football team themselves. And um, do you know what? Even after the match, they clapped the players, they supported them, they understood what is probably going on. Um, it was just really nice to meet Scunny fans and just see what they're thinking. And obviously as well, realising that we were there for... Uh, not not to take the piss, I guess. Um, I just We just wanted to film it. Problem is for me, I've had two days of power cuts... Uh, including one night when I was working on it, which uh, I've lost loads of editing and stuff. It is coming, Scunny fans. It is coming. Um, I'm hoping to get it finished tonight. I'm not sure whether that will happen, but yeah, it was. It was. It was. They were top, top, top guys, and uh, everyone I met absolutely sound. And they're all just frustrated as hell as you would be. You know, if you were in a similar predicament, and um, you know. Um, there was talk after the game that there wasn't there was a potential owner who had been there. Um, from what I've read tonight from a couple of close sources, uh, that person has pulled out, which is a big, big shame. Real That's big. A blow. Shame. That's a real blow for them. It is. It is. Um, that there's been talk about uh, Ren's Kitchens owners. They're the richest uh, guys in Lincolnshire, I believe. Um, Nothing else has materialised from that so far, um, but we'll see. Ren, Ren Kitchen's e-buyer, isn't it, as well? Same company. Um, they're, they're a big, big company. They're, they own... They, they have a lot of money. Yeah, they um, do. Yeah, I think it's $2.2 billion, though, that they're projected of worth. I think it's two two brothers, um, but obviously I think they're both into their 80s now, so I think it's probably the son. However, nothing else has materialised from that. So... Fingers crossed for him. Scunny fans, listen, thank you so much for a great, great day. I know it wasn't such a great day for you guys, but it was really nice chatting with you, and thank you so much for being so so, so friendly. It was great. Can I just go on what else happened at the end of that game? So, obviously, Scunny had their pitch invasion, uh-huh. on, and they'd done a pitch invasion. They were throwing tennis balls on. At the end of the game... What were the Mansfield fans doing? <laughs> Jumping on the one it was, four nil it was funny. It was funny, right? But it was no. Do you know what? I didn't think it was funny because it's either going one or two ways. It's either the fact that they were taking the piss out of the Scunny fans for coming on in their protest. They were celebrating beating Scunny four 0 who yeah were terrible, and they've, they've celebrated like jumping up to. I don't know. I don't get their pitch invasion. Yeah, Grant, I, 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 it really. I thought it was embarrassing. Grant, I would. I would actually say that the Mansfield fans were actually applauding when the Scunthorpe invasion or the fair, fair. I, I think so, they were. I think their issue came from. Um, and Chris, obviously, you were in the Scunny end, but looking at the videos from the Mansfield end, there were some people, and obviously, the Scunny protest was for one reason. It was protest against the owners, but there were some people that ran on who ran on purely. For the sake of it, you saw blokes lowering their kids. Oh, over. Yeah, but some of the Scunny fans 
were goading the Mansfield fans. And I think that probably added to it. I don't, you know, if, if when I spoke to Scunny fans, we, we obviously we spoke to them the other week and they spoke about protests. We always said, keep it on the, the, the point, the point you're trying to make, stick to it. Doesn't need to be sharing of a chairman's address, this, that, and the other, you know. It does, and yeah, obviously, some people, there's all you, you get dicks with everything. And I think some people did run on and go the Mansfield fans, and that's probably added to them doing that. Um, but yeah, I thought it was funny. I did, I'm not gonna lie, I did think it was quite funny. Um, I was gutted because we we were both on, like, we, we switched to it straight away, didn't we, Grant? Yeah, and we were like. Oh, it's going to please don't cut off. Oh, please. And they just it ended. And we're like, no, so we didn't get to see the end of it. But no, yeah, Scunny. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, one thing about Scunny, then let's just. So, obviously, we've, we gave a full episode of Scunny. We are going to do more. You've got the vlog. I don't want to. I don't want to, unfortunately, put too much on them. You know, it's not fair on everyone. We're trying to keep it fair. We've only got a couple of weeks to cover them, though. We've only yes, got a couple we of have. weeks to cover them before they are, unfortunately, out with our remit. Well, we, we got a notification yesterday on our, our Discord, um, which was Scunthorpe no longer controlled by Peter Swan as per company's house. Um, and I think people got quite excited by that. But for anyone who who saw that he was no longer the owner, it isn't the case. He's transferred the ownership of the club into Cool Silk Property Investment, which is his company. So it's essentially Scunthorpe, were a foot. Peter Swan was a flip flop. He's taken that flip flop off. Peter Swan is now a shoe, and he's put a sock on the foot first. So the company is the sock. He's the shoe. He's still there. He's just. I don't know what. I don't know why he's done that. If he's planning to sell, I don't know why. I'm he glad you gave him a shoe. I'm surprised you gave him a shoe, not just a sandal. It was going to be. A we prop. all know. We all know <laughs> yeah. that. We all know that people wear socks and sandals are wankers. <laughs> and to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if he did wear socks and a sandal. Do you know what, right? And this might, piss, this, this might piss people off, and I'm not saying it to piss, to piss people off. He might actually be a really nice guy. He's just not a football owner. He's not a football club owner. Like you might, He might be someone that you, you wouldn't even know who he was. You bump into him at pub. And you have, remember William Shatner? Me and Chris met a, a Canadian bloke, and we were both 15 years of <laughs> adamant that we met William Shatner. It wasn't. It was just a Canadian bloke. He, he could have been a paedophile for all we know, but we, we know nothing about him. Like This is the thing. He, he, he might be a really nice bloke but unfortunately Peter Swan and I know that people at the club have watched this because I've spoken to someone very high up they watch and they watched the episode they've seen the episode Peter Swan if you do see this get it sold ASAP just get gone because yeah because I'll tell you what and I don't want to put any and I'm not going to put any names in here but there's been certain people I talked to at the club and they are just as frustrated as the fans right and if that was a, why, you know, obviously there was no filming of that. I'm not going to even, like I said, I'm not going to mention any names. There are people at the club who I talk to, everyone has got the same opinion. Now, we can't state any more than that. But when you're hearing that face to face, what does that tell you? Yeah. And, we move uh, on to a more exciting. We move on to yeah. a more exciting takeover. Anyway, and, and I'm, I'm quite excited to see the uh, the <clears throat> vlog. So I think the plan is once Chris has done the vlog, me and Grant haven't yeah. seen it. We're gonna we're gonna be like this with the vlog on screen, and we're gonna give a live reaction to the camera. I know how much. Yeah, I know how much Chris drunk. I know how much Chris drunk on Saturday <laughs> to the point where we haven't seen him or heard from him until nearly Wednesday. 
there's going to be sections where me and Grant are head in hands, wondering what the hell is going on. Um, and I can't wait. So, guys, moving on, let's talk about the other games on Saturday. Obviously, Mansfield, Spanks gonna. It's no real shock. I don't think anyone would be pissed off that I said that. I don't think anyone was shocked where you were, Chris, but no. Exeter, Carlisle have now sort of they went on that mad run. They got that manager bounced, didn't they? And it's it's ended. But uh, it's, Exeter, but it's, keep, it's keeping them up. They, they're going to stay up. They're going to stay up. They're going to stay up purely because there's, unfortunately, some very, very poor teams in this league. Thankfully, um, none of us are going to Carlisle with, uh, next season. Especially not, especially not merely <laughs> imagine us sitting in the Carlisle end after everything. I'd, I'd have cut it. I'd have cut that part. <laughs> Literally, there'd have been an edit. I'd have cut it. And with that minute, I wouldn't have gone. But Carlisle lost 89th minute to Exeter. Exeter, for me, that's it. Exeter are going up with Boris Green. As far as I'm concerned, there's one more automatic up for grabs. We did do a poll on the automatic place um, that, that is still up for, well, for in, in our eyes, still up for grabs. Someone did say they didn't think Exeter were going to go up. Um, fine, I you know, I, I do but appreciate but that, it. But, the, but again, it's something we've already talked about is that this league, I, there's still so many teams. And like, I mean, I'm still adamant that Mansfield are going up at Otway. I think, I think the, 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 the reason I sort of say Exeter are going up with Forest Green is Forest Green and Exeter have both got a game on in hand on pretty much everyone other than Mansfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that for me is going to, you know, they, they win that game. But on the poll, um, it's fifty percent of the votes went to Man's. Uh, went to sorry, sorry, Port Vale going up with with them. They're um, in, they're in form. They're in form. They are in form. They're playing some great. Yeah, very form. much. Followed by Mansfield at 406 percent. Um, other for some reason, other, other got five point seven percent, but only one person uh, sort of gave me any sort of response to it, um, which was weird. And how many people vote each other? Did it say? Uh, it doesn't tell me how many people, but 106 people voted in total. So it's, it's around seven or eight people voted. Yeah. Voted other. The only person who commented was a guy saying that he was upset that Sutton. Sorry, Scunthorpe. He said it was, it was Scunthorpe. Sorry, I, I read it as Sutton. I was like, no, there's I read no it way. As, I read it as Sutton as well at first, but then I clicked his link and I seen that he was a a Scunny fan with yeah. with Tottenham Stadium. Oh, that would be I don't know if he was just trolling. It, it, do you know what it is? It actually <laughs> is. I didn't even realise till I've just looked now. It's Stu. Stu, fuck you. Do you know how long right? I thought about writing a nice response? Uh, not wanting to come off as a dick. <laughs> it's because it says Jono, but then you look at the app and it's Stu J8. Nah, um, right, so we can discount that, Paul. Um, yeah, so it looks like Exeter are going up. Fair play, they've, they've hit form at the right time. Port Vale have hit some form. Mansfield, they've, they're not in the form that they were, but they are. You had still one loss in stage. the last five. Come on, you can't say yeah. they're not. Yeah, in... but they're not in the form they were, are they? They went through that period, and I think, you know, you compare, I think it was the 18 games prior to that period, and then what is it, the 10 games since that first loss that they had, or the draw that they had, and whatever it was, and it, it paid to, you know, uh, they're getting there, they're getting back in there, but that's probably cost them that little run that they had. Um, Stevenage, Stevenage, first win under Steve Evans, and yes. Evans weirdly, 
Finally. I mean, Evans are four games in. I wouldn't say it's the Evans effect. I'd say it's a blip, <laughs> if anything. <laughs> I'd, say that, I'd say that that's a blip. Um, weirdly, Steve Evans came out after the game and said that despite the win, they've achieved nothing. Well, you've achieved three points, Steve. <laughs> three points you didn't have before the game. No, no, but he's right, though, isn't he? I mean, obviously, he needs to, you know, obviously, it's the first win in however long. He needs to get them all grounded again. So he's going to go, listen, you've won, but you've done fuck all. So that that is going to be his mentality. That, you know, he has to have all of those players on side and also thinking straight and going, mm-hmm. right, okay, we're going to train on Monday. We're going to look after the next game. <clears throat> they're in serious, serious, they're in serious, serious issues right now. So I don't blame him for that. I think it's clever. I think it's clever. See, the exciting thing is with the bottom three with that, I, I see where he's coming from because they got the win, they're still sitting in the relegation zone. Exactly. But they're on equal they're still on equal points with Oldham and Barrow. And that's my point. They've they've yes, they're still in the relegation places, but they've now put themselves level on points with the two teams above with a game in hand on Oldham. Like that's that's a big step. That, that is for me, if I if I was him, I'd be saying to them, right guys. Fucking brilliant. We'll chalk it off. We start again Monday, but you remember what you did in that game. I think saying you've achieved nothing is Chris they're here for you. Oh I they found, they found that Swan video. <laughs> Peter Swan's followed you home. Um, this is where we find out that the bloke that was lowering the kid over the barrier was Stu lifting Chris over. <laughs> <laughs> Chris um, isn't that tall. <laughs> You'd have got around. I tell you, um, what, at, least, at least I was telling you, Grant. That's all I'll say. You know. Anyway, guys. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I think for me, I, I don't agree. I think that I think that's a massive, massive step for them. Um, that's got to be a big confidence boost. You're every on point, level points. Every point for Stevenage is massive. Same Oldham and yeah. Barrow. Every single point that they yeah. get. Boys, yeah. who do you who do you think out of the three are going down? I can tell you what everyone else thinks because we did it on a poll. I think, and I'm going to stick with this, I think it's going to be Barrow. Everyone else seems to think Barrow. I I don't want... Does everyone else think it's going to be Barrow or does everyone want it to be Barrow? Yeah. No, I want it to be Stevenage. I'm not going to lie. Um, If they didn't have Steve Evans in charge then fine. Um, but for me, yeah, Steve, uh, Steve Evans or Phil Brown, it doesn't really matter. Personally, I, I'm i risking pissing a lot of people off here that, that do watches, but I, I really fear for Oldham. Um, I don't, I, I just, I really, really do fear for Oldham. I think that they're going to struggle. Um I'm just looking at all those fixtures for the rest of the season to see who they've actually got. Yeah, I'll I, I, I tell you why I think it's a Barrow. I think that that team should be doing better. They haven't done better. Um, and I just think that they have, all, for the last two or three months, been slowly sneaking into that that little little fight. And I just think, for me, I think it's going to be Barrow. I think Oldham have... Oldham, We've got to look at, you know, over the last two months, they've pulled out some some victories out of nowhere, and they have. And it, a lot of that's been to do with their fighting spirit and the, the performance. Um, 
Stevenage again. I do think I can't see Steve Evans taking a team down. I just don't see it. Um, I just think it's going to be Barrow. I really do. I think looking at the the, the runnings for, for me, I think Oldham have got the hardest running. Oldham's running is horrific. Is Barrow don't have a much easier one either. They don't, but they've also got a game in hand of Barrow, and I th- I think. All it takes is they've, they've got one extra chance to just sneak that win. Oldham aren't playing on Friday. That's the that's the big one. No. Oh, yeah. But Barrow have got a much better goal difference as well than Oldham. The thing that goes for Stevenage for me is they've got to play Rochdale and they've got to play Scunny. They've got, yeah. in fact, they've got the easiest run of them all. They've got Rochdale, they've got Scunny, and they've got Carlisle. I hate to say it, but Scunny is going to be a walkover. I mean, you, you've got to think, you always see it, don't you? The team that's rock bottom, they usually just, there's always just one little surprise from them before end of the season. And I'd, I'd love to, you know what? I'd love to just, I think for the fans' sake, just give them just something to cheer Still we Hail Mary, about. isn't it? Yeah. We Hail Mary, goodbye. But I mean, Oldham, no, Oldham do play on Friday. Do they? I thought they didn't play on Friday. Yeah, no, Oldham have got Northampton on Friday. They've then got Forest Green. They've then got Salford, then they've got Tranmere, and then they finish with Crawley. And I think, I think it's I think it's so hard to call, but I just and I don't want Oldham to go down. I don't please don't think that I want Oldham to go down. But I just think that no, just being on it. You're just being honest. You're not yeah. saying that because of you know I, of people. You're just being honest. And I mean, like for me, like I said, I even still, I just I don't know. I just think Barrow have just been caught into this and it's always that team that get caught in right at the end you go uh oh and you think they're going to go down and that's why I'm going Barrow um, it's going to be Barrow to go down all uh, really, automatic you could really toss a coin over who's got the worst run though out of Oldham and Barrow because Barrow's one yeah. isn't much better they've got Forest Green Salford Sutton Exeter Swindon and Northampton oh my god yeah. Oh. And I think I think you look at that. They've got Sutton and Swindon. Yes, Sutton and Swindon are very good sides, but they're not as good as the teams that Oldham are playing. And there's an extra game for Barrow. Um, it's going to be hard. It's going to be I very, very hard for all. Three. It could be that all three of them mm. lose every game between now and the end of the season, and we yeah. nothing changed. It literally has been one of those seasons. But but we'll do you, do you see Barrow? Sneaking one of those wins that uh, Oldham have had recently, where they've, you know, the games you've gone, oh, I didn't expect you to win that. That's the thing, and and for me, I don't see Barrow doing that. Just um, get absolute shit show of a manager. Yeah, um, yeah, Grant. I know you saw the the tweet that was. <laughs> oh my <laughs> days! That was good. <laughs> we had. Um... So, I can't, Grant, do you remember what it was? I can, I can't so it was a lad that said, <laughs> someone put a picture up of their last manager. No, it wasn't. No, I think it might I can't be. remember what it was. And then it says, was it Gab says, would you not want him, or who do you not want at Barrow? And he's like, we don't, mate, we don't even want Phil Brown at Barrow. <laughs> yeah, it was like, who do you, who would you not mind leaving in the summer or something like that. Who would you like to see leave your club in the summer? And it was just <laughs> Phil fucking Brown. That's all it said. <laughs> it was like, oh my days. Like, so so even they don't like him. Um, 
But you know what? We'll see. I, this weekend's massive, isn't it? Both all teams have got two games. It's a huge, huge weekend. Bank holiday weekend. Must be lovely weather, by the way, which I'm looking forward to. We've got tram near at home on, fr- on Friday. Grant, who have you got? On fridge and wife. Not even checked. That's terrible of me. Um, we'll, 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 come um, to it. we'll come to it. Yeah, yeah we'll come to it. I'm going to check. I've jumped right. ahead. Uh, thank you. Um, a little bit. So, speaking of Hartlepool, we might as well mention it because it's the next game on the list. Uh, a draw against Forest Green. I just want to say, Grant, Forest Green's goal. Oh, my Christ. What goal? Chris, have you seen it? I haven't, you know. Been too hungover. Oh. Been too hungover, oh. boys. Do you know what? Show both goals. One for I am, if I you're showing it. I ain't got them up. I was going to say I the forest it, guys, we, we want to show we want to show highlights. The risk, the issue we've got is every time we do it, the EFL, even though they back down, they keep putting in claims and it takes us offline for even a day. Not so worth it. It's not yeah. worth it. Um, the forest green goal was one of the cleanest strikes. It was phenomenal. Um, and then they had us under the cosh for about seventy minutes. Um, I know a lot of folk have not said great things. They spend a lot of time on the floor. I didn't see any of that from Forest Green at all. Um, they were a very, very well-drilled team. Looked very comfortable on the ball. Um, and unusually, they had the lion's share of the possession, where you normally find in a Hartlepool game, we have the lion's share of the possession. Um, and they had us in the back foot for a lot of the game. There wasn't a lot of meaningful shots. Um, and then the equaliser came from a phenomenal pass from Crawford. Oh, I mean, signed a new contract as well. Signed two-year deal, just signed for Hartlepool, so he is one of the very first ones to re-sign, which is great. Hopefully more to come. Um, what a pass. Straight out. Found it was the longest one-two I've ever seen in my life, him and Omar Bogle. And Bogle just kind of nonchalantly played it through their players' legs into the net. Great. Really good well, ball. Two, two really good goals, but... Two different goals as well. It was, but aside from that, aside from those two goals, it's Nothing hard to, to yeah, it's hard to name another thing yeah. from the the match. And um, moving down, Northampton nil, Bradford City nil. We then have Port Vale beating Oldham three two. Um, I've moved straight on because that is literally. Ooh, I think I've just watched Forest Green's goal. Great, <laughs> oh, phenomenal. Um, Chris, I've skipped straight past the the Bradford game. Yeah, it, it was just it it. it I mean, we've, we've nothing to play for. We've gone to Northampton. We said last week, and a Northampton fan actually came back to us and said, yes, you mentioned that Northampton is dull and boring and you never see any entertaining football there. We drew nil-nil. Um, and he said, how do you think we feel? We have it every week. So, wow. you know, they were a big team. They were a big team. That's it. Paul the worst thing is, I think we're going to end up stuck with Northampton next year. That could be end up who I could go to, would it not? It could end up being no, 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 no. They no. won't be that far down the table. Say, um, no, I don't want to watch a boring, boring game. But we have actually got lined up between now and the end of the season. We've got the lad who runs the Sutton podcast, um, and also the lad who runs the Northampton Town. I think it's the Up the Cobblers podcast. I've uh, been speaking to him the yeah. last few days. He's going to come on. So we're going to have a few few guys on from different clubs. We want to cover some teams off, yeah. and we want to we want to get some guests back. And and it's also good that you know we've you know it's clubs that we might not have talked about tons of it'd be it'd be interesting just to hear different views well, uh, really looking forward to a Sutton fan really looking forward to a yeah, Sutton fan I am after the well. season they've had 
It's a fairy tale season for them, despite both us and both us and Sutton have been on very, very similar paths over the last kind of two seasons. Um, they've had a little bit more success. They've had more success than us, and we've always just kind of seemed to be the bridesmaid to Sutton over the last two years. Um, yeah. So, yeah, really looking forward to speaking to them. It's gonna be good. Um, next, moving on to it, Port Vale and Oldham. Now, Oldham, they have got to feel hard done by by this game. For me, you know, Port Vale, we said are hitting form at the right time. They're in phenomenal form. They went one nil up. Oldham equalised. They went uh, two two one up. Oldham equalised, and then they went three two up and just show shop. And at that stage, it was game over, wasn't it? I'm going to so, disagree with you with something in this game. That was a red card. It was a red card. I completely agree with you as well. That was a straight red Stonewall red card. So, so there's a couple of angles of it. So, for anyone who's listening, there was a there was a tackle. There was a tackle, and um, it was basically was it a red card or not? The video that got shared to us, it it could be seen as a red card. I said I personally didn't think it was. There's another angle, and I'll tweet it out. That high foot. He's nowhere near the player. It's the angle. On the other angle, you can see how far he is. And when he gets to the player, his foot is almost grounded. Yeah. I'm still it, going red. It, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But this is the thing. We've got to look at it. And this was my argument with some Oldham fans because Jesus Christ, they jumped down my throat on, on Saturday when I said I didn't think it was a red card. They're an angry we, bunch, aren't they? Can we just They're mention as well, by the way, that anyone who sees a Twitter account, it's all... This guy, Chew. Right? Yeah. So it's not us. We, I mean, the one good thing about it, even though we do the podcast, we don't all agree on the same things, but it is no, we Chew don't. We don't. the podcast. Uh, it does Twitter account. Oh, and also, what you, what you need to do with a Twitter account is watch when you're tweeting your own stuff out that you don't use ours. Yeah. Well, <laughs> nah, it's right. Why have I replied to some more Viagra adverts? Yeah, probably. probably yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, so I got, obviously, Oldham fans were not happy that I didn't think it was a goal. But my thing was, do you know what? We know the referee is not great this season. The issue that, and I said this to, to, to one Oldham fan in particular, I'm not going to name him because he knows who he is. I really like the guy, Chris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? But can every I... time... No, no, yeah, not this Chris, not this Chris. Chris, Chris, who was on earlier in the, the I episode. I know you're talking about. Yeah, no, but I didn't want people to think that I would talk about you. But I just said to him on Saturday, I said, Chris, every time you lose, always the referee's fault. I said, we at some stage, you know, you, you're down where you are because, fortunately, you know, you, you know you've not been good enough. Uh, for me, a lot of things happen in this league when it comes to referees. When we played them, Chris, when we went to, to there, we lost 2-0. When we yeah. were 1-0 down... We equalised. It was a perfectly good goal. I, I believe Songo it scored. It was. It was Songo. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And it was, but he, was, he was blown up for, I think, a foul originally. Mm-hmm. On the key foul, it wasn't. And he was nowhere near. Um, but he actually, from from what we what the referee pointed at, it was as if he got booked or as if he got pulled upon a foul on Pawnee O'Connor yeah, at it, that stage. It was ridiculous. I'll tell you what the one... I'll tell you what the one thing amazing about it is if that Harrogate Town commentator had been it, it'd have been telling us that the goal. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, though, if they do go down, 
they're in for a whole different world of bad refereeing next season. Uh, if I hate to say it's it, boys, awful. If, if they survive, I we gotta say it. We gotta say it. It's, it's, it's hard to. I've they need up. someone to come in, and someone again. We were talking on Twitter. Someone was arguing, saying because someone actually tweeted saying there's no one, there's no one willing to buy the club. Um, and and all. I the mean, there was, the but it seems like there the was. guy who was willing to come in was full of shit and is just fucked off off the face of the earth. We were going to have him on here. We were going to have questions, but he's just fucked off. I think he was just a made-up guy. He came up and he started spouting things on Twitter. I mean, I, I spoke to him. And, yeah, I, I spoke to him. And one thing I'll say is that a lot... He, he told me a lot. He told me a lot of things off the I'm record. The shit. But some of the stuff <laughs> he's told me has come true. Mm, so it, it, it sort of makes you think... Yeah, I do, I do think that there were certain parts of what he said to me that I went... No, I know for a fact that that's not true. Um, but then there's other things that he said that, that have kind of happened. And I think the bits that I'm unsure about whether they were true or not, I have no idea. Um, what I will say is someone was saying, of course, there are people willing to buy us. And I think that there's a difference between I'm willing to buy Oldham Athletic. Yes, yes. You are. The yeah. issue is what does the owner who has currently got it want is his valuation and his asking Absolutely. price realistic that's I mean, the difference and this is the thing isn't it and, I, and it was when I was talking to the Scumfort fans and they were saying well we're having four or five different uh, potential investors in, in, you know, interested in the club but that doesn't mean anything and this is something that fans need to realise is that just because someone says oh I've got interest in buying your club does not mean that A, they are right for your club, B, that they've got the money, but also C, that they're actually going to follow through with it. So um, you've got to be realistic, guys. I think this is a a perfect time of talking about investment in clubs, about things being realistic, about are things right for the club, to talk about this very much surprise that we all had over the last week and the, the takeover of Crawley. Hey, I tell you what was more surprising is the fact that they didn't cut start going on again like they did when they said they were going to buy Bradford. Um, it was all. I think they learned the lesson. Yeah, maybe so. Um, what do we think? Where's it, come, where's it come from? Why crawl? Well, so so when they were looking to buy Bradford, right, can, we just, can we just say, but in case anyone doesn't know, yeah, why United, United have taken over Crawley? They are yes. a <laughs> cryptocurrency NFT trading. Yeah, essentially, essentially, they want to they want to do things differently, and that that's that's how it is. They don't want to um, run a football club the, the same way that it's been run because as and, and people are moaning about that. And people are going, "Oh my god, you, you can't um, you can't change it. You can't be doing it through crypto." You look at Oldham. You look at Scunthorpe. You look at Derby. Mm. Derby County, who not long ago were a Premier League site, they were in the Premier League when Premier League had big money. You know, it's it, not as big as it is now, but it had big money. Yeah, clubs are being mismanaged with the with the pound. You know, as far as I'm concerned, crypto's coming into football. I I I definitely I can't disagree with you, and I, I think that you know, obviously, this is the big thing, and obviously, as time goes by, things change. You know, crypto's become something in the last five to ten years. Uh. 
a different kind of currency. And it's obviously working because there's, there's millionaires being made from this. So, I mean, I, I mean, I won't pretend that I know anything about it because I don't, but, but why not? Why not try it, you know? I think I'm on more, I'm more reserved on it. Well, you didn't know what, Essentially, what I'm not, crypto was. Did yeah, you well, I know what crypto is. John Yems. And you didn't know I'm how not, it worked. Yeah, I you thought it was John Yems over there. How it, how it worked. But, yeah, I'm more reserved. It's a very, very risky market to get involved in. And a lot of people, a lot of Crawley fans, I think, might not just be excited. I think there'll be a lot of concern here as well, going, of course. this sounds like these guys... Are gambling with the club's money, and that's how a lot. That's how a lot of people will see it. The and club's we'll money or their money. And that's the both, difference. Both. So what? 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 The, what? Essentially, the, the plan is, and I've looked into it, and I looked into it when they were looking to take over Bradford, because obviously I had a personal reason to look into it. This is going to come into football, like Chris says. It's try. You've got to try something new, and it is new. Crypto's coming into football. As far as the crypto world is concerned, as far as knowing the trends of crypto, and you can only know it so much because it is such a hostile market. It, it's up, it's down. But there are certain people who are able to read and judge a little bit. Yes, it's not 100%, but they're able to sort of get a better read on it. Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, is probably the best person in the world the best positioned person in the world to be involved with if you're doing something crypto, and he is involved with Wagner United. If this is going to work in football, it's going to work at Crawley. That's This is the thing. If it's going to work, it's these guys that are going to... If these guys can't make it work, I would say to anyone else later down the line, it's a dead end. Um, the, the, what they're doing, they're not... They are going to obviously gamble the club's money, but they're not going to gamble the club's money that they need. So they'll have their budgets. And let's say, for example, and this isn't me saying that this is what they've got. Let's say they put 10 million into the club. They get everything sorted for the season and their running costs and absolutely everything. Wage budget, the lot comes to 7 million. They've got 3 million left. They'll take a million of that and they'll invest it into a crypto. They'll have their guys then watching that crypto. That crypto that they bought a million pound off may double in value. When it doubles in value, they'll sell it. They'll put that million back into the club and they'll use the million profit to do it again. And that's, and they'll keep building on that. They're not going to, they can't, people seem to think that they're going to buy players with Bitcoin. They can't do that. They have to sell the crypto to, to get it. And at the minute, I mean, crypto, yes, it's down now to what it was six months ago, but it's, about ten times more than what it was five years ago. So, it, it, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I'm interested to see what's going on. I'm still very very reserved and on the fence about it, and to see yeah. how it works in the professional football environment. I I do think it's a gamble. Um, yeah. and yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people from what I've got from social media, think that they are using this as an experiment. I always I, the other concern I've got is he went to Bradford. Bradford kind of went no. Now he's just jumped on Crawley. What is his connection to Crawley? Why Crawley? Is this just the next club that he's seen going? Ah, this person's willing to sell the club to me. 
What personal interest does he have in Crawley? Why Crawley? Well, well, when they when they were looking to buy Bradford, there were two clubs involved. We never knew who the second club was. Um, that's that's that was simple. There were always two clubs. We just didn't know who the other club was. So it could have been Crawley. Um, I think. I suppose the same goes for when you go you look at Ryan Reynolds. Why yeah. Wrexham? We know we know quite openly that the first club that he looked at was Hartlepool. And he was knocked back by Raj Singh from buying Hartlepool. And then he went to buy Wrexham. Did, did Raj Singh think it was a joke? Yeah, Raj Singh thought it was a joke um, because it was an unnamed bid that came in from an unnamed consortium. And he went, I'm not entertaining it because they won't say who they are personally. And I don't want to risk what's in this club going to basically an unknown sale. I am to a consortium who will reveal who they are. Um, then the same think... consortium went to Wrexham and it turns out to be Ryan Reynolds. And do you know what? I, I don't blame Raj Singh for doing what he done. Well, at all. I, I didn't know about the privacy thing. I think yeah. that, that puts a different it did, it did exactly go very well at Darlington for Raj Singh, did it? So uh... No, it, it definitely didn't. But Darlington had a lot of history before. I, Another Reynolds as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, George, yeah Reynolds. George, George Reynolds. Obviously, he built the Reynolds Arena. He promised them Premier League football. This is starting to sound like Crawley here. Uh, and he would buy them a Premier League quality player. Um, he bought them Faustino Espria. <laughs> Faustino Espria went AWOL basically straight away. He, didn't even arrive. Do you know what? He didn't even do that, Grant. What he did was he went on the pitch. I think he was at half time, right. walked around the pitch, Fucked and off. apparently got in a taxi. Well, no one saw him again. It was great. <laughs> 20,000 seater 20, stadium. They were only allowed to put 10 oh. in it because the council was, restricted it, it straight like away. In the South played at Hamden, basically. Oh, Plus, it was, it was, free it was, walking it was around. And then it, they just yeah. went. Rash Singh came in, but the club was. The club was fucked by then. George Reynolds he was plugging he holes, wasn't it? Yeah. George Reynolds went to jail for money laundering. <laughs> yeah, he did. And this, yeah. He's, so, he's right. dead now. He's dead yeah. now. Well, let's, yeah. let's, let's not get into that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, what I will say there is you brought Ryan Reynolds up for Crawley fans. And this is where a lot of people are going, oh, these guys are just into crypto. They don't know football. Ryan Reynolds couldn't point to Wrexham on a map before this season. Yeah. He didn't know anything about football. And he has openly admitted that. I think if these guys show willing, and they seem to be because they're responding to fans, they're saying that they're offering invitations to fans to meet face-to-face, to talk. I think if they're willing to do that, they're willing to learn the game, they're willing to learn the club's values. So they've got to keep those core values. We said, Chris, when we're, we went on uh, on Gab's EFL debate when when Bradford were going to be the club, we said they have to keep them values. They have to keep Ryan Sparks. Ryan Sparks knows what the club is. They've got to keep, they can't just strip it out. No. Um, and I think if they do that, who gives us, do you know what? This time next season, let's say Crawley are top of the league. Not one single fan of Crawley will give a shit what Bitcoin is doing. No, they won't well, care. As long as they don't get rid of Johnny Ames. Oh, <laughs> let's get on to it. Speaking of Johnny Ames, no, sir, Johnny Ames. This is the John Yem says that we didn't we didn't have one last week, but this Sir, week can we change this to Sir John Yem? Sir John Yems, because we've what we've, Sheridan. we've got Sir Sheridan. Yeah, we're, we're knighting a lot of people. Um, the, the issue Lord we have, John Yems, Lord, Lord, yeah. 
Lord. We've always, we the, the, the John Yem says, we've been trying to find managers that sort of say and do ridiculous things in comparison to John Yem's. It just so happens that this week, the man himself did it for us. Uh, so Grant, tell us, what did he say? So <laughs> it was Chris that found this and I went, you can't not put this in. So this was again on the, the old takeover of Crawley. And what has he said? He goes, someone's asked me what crypto is. He said, I couldn't tell you. I thought, what did he think it was? He said, I thought it was... I thought it was Superman's weakness. Yeah. Superman's weakness, yeah. Kryptonite. <laughs> um, and he just... The thing is, the, the, the thing is, anyone who's not seen it, go and Google it, because he doesn't just say it. He's so serious when he says it. He's so deadpan. Just looking down, he's like, yeah, I thought it was... I thought Krypton, crypto was kryptonite when they first told me it was Superman's weakness. And he's just... That's it. It's... The, Brilliant! Oh, um, he's some man. Crawley, Brilliant. I'd love to get. I'd love to see a Crawley fan. That would, to a Crawley fan. that would be great. That would be great. See what they, you know, <clears throat> and it's something that we mentioned as well. It's like, uh, you know, until recently we didn't know what was going on at Scunthorpe, uh, and yes. obviously now we do big time. It'd be nice to hear what Crawley fans feel about this move, and uh, we would love to have a Crawley fan on. I'd yeah. love to. It'd be, it'd be good. Um, before we move on to next week's games, I want to touch on it. Obviously, we're at the point of the season now. I just said I want to touch on. You always want to touch on, mate. You I always want to touch, touch on. on. Yeah, that, that's what Chris is not telling you. He ain't been hung over. He's been in jail because he's been getting a touch on somewhere else. That's what's going on. <laughs> um, so, um, we're at the point in the season where clubs are coming out with season ticket prices. And you've seen Oldham, I think, Grant, you said it was, was it 180? I think it's £180. I've seen a couple of Oldham fans saying they weren't happy with for the it. First, for the first 500, I believe. I think £180 is reasonable for a season ticket. Even if they're in the National League, it's still mm-hmm. a reasonable amount. Um, Bradford, we froze ours, frozen ours at 198 until the middle of June, Chris. Um Swindon. I got into an interesting conversation with Swindon, and I want to know your opinions on this. Now, Swindon last season, I may be out 10, 20 pounds, but for this season that we're in, sorry, they, it was 370 pounds for an adult season ticket at Swindon. And obviously, let's be fair, they've, they've, they've got, they had, a, they had a transfer embargo and a, a player embargo. They could only sign players for, I think, 1700 pounds a week at a maximum. Um, they had a lesser budget than what we had. So they had a £2 million budget, £370. This season going into the next, they've just announced it's going to be £400 for an adult season ticket, a new adult season ticket. And their fans, because they've had a new owner come in, they're thinking, obviously, next season's going to be a really good season. And they're saying, we don't mind paying extra because it's going to be a really good season. But for me, I just... And I said this to them, and they kind of agreed. Do you not think that they've just been conditioned to pay in £370 for such shit football that they think when there's a glimmer of hope, they'll pay more. For me, £370, even if we were top of the league, <clears throat> I would be questioning why my League 2 club is charging £400 for next season when I can go to Man City for £415 for the season. Yeah, but then again, like, yeah, but then again Man City have to sell their tickets on Warpshire. Yeah, the yeah, but it, it's, it's, the point I'm making is... If I'm a fan and I want to watch the best football, I'm I'm paying fifty as a Swindon fan. I'm paying fifteen pound less a year than people who are watching Kevin De Bruyne, who are watching Raheem Sterling, Phil Ford, and Grant. 
your favourite, um, are watching the best players in the world competing at the top of... These are the... Pre- currently, looks like they're going to possibly win the Premier League. I can, for £15 more, go and watch them. I think they're just fans in this league. People look at our prices and they look at Oldham and they say, oh, you've got cheap season tickets. I don't think we've got cheap season tickets. I think we've got very fucking reasonable prices. I think two hundred pounds. What was the cost? For, what was the cost for Swindon? Four hundred. You watch. Makes you wonder where seventeen pound a game. For which, I mean, so put it this way: Bayern Munich is works out six pound a game their season tickets. Yeah, but you're, right. You're, okay, all right. But again, you're talking about completely different aspects of, of the game here, because right, okay, so Man City won. First of all, can't sell the ground out and haven't been able to sell that ground out. And that's why the tickets come out and watch it. Two, they get a lot of money from sponsorship, endorsements, and also their owners worth ridiculous amounts of money. So that is why those season tickets are that price. Yeah. Three, Bayern Munich, again, all majority of the clubs in Germany are either um, owned by supporters or certainly have some ownership of supporters, which is why it works. I get what you're trying to say, but I think you, I don't. I get I, what you're I, saying. I, I, get, I get what you're saying, but I don't. You just, I, yeah, go on. Sorry, go on. I'll, I'll explain why because this is this is my point. Their transfer embargo this season meant seventeen hundred pound minimum a week. Their wage budget for the season was two million pound. They made four million pound in season ticket sales. Why do they need to put it up this season? Why? Why if they they made. They got 3.7 million because they get an average of about 10. I was speaking to a Swindon fan. He said they get between 9,500 and 10,000. 3.7 million in ticket sales. And that's only on if they all bought season tickets. These are people that are also paying on the day where it's more expensive. Okay. So it's, it'll be more. You're talking 3.7 million. You've got a £2 million budget. That club has made, whether it's obviously it's not the owner that's currently in, but they've been competing this season with a £2 million budget. Why do they need to put the prices up? That bud, that price, if they if getting three point seven million from season ticket sales for me should be more than enough. It shouldn't need an increase next season. Well, it, it really shouldn't. Well, as long as they don't get cat pay, take it away again. Coming on, <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> just taking that new stand that they're going to build away on back of a truck? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you made the point as well about city. I mean, let's be fair here, if. Season tickets were four hundred quid at City. How many would we get? How many fans would we get? Yeah, we, we would. Will we? When we I mean, is there any? Do they get any deals for if you're a current season ticket holder, or is that for new season ticket holders? Because I know the way that Hartlepool work, it, you get fifty pounds off. So the Hartlepool one is three hundred and twenty-five pounds for the season yeah. ticket. If you're a current season ticket holder, you get fifty pounds off the price of your next season's ticket holder. And they usually do some sort of early birds price. Yeah, um, if I you come in and get it early, get that they are getting because um, one of the Swindon fans says that as, a, as an existing season ticket holder, the prices are cheaper, but or they get money off, but there's still the increase. So, regardless of if they've had a season ticket for more than just this season, the increase is the same. If that makes sense. Let's say they got mm-hmm. fifty quid off of last season's season ticket, and they get fifty quid off of next season's. It's still gone up by 30 yeah. quid. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, get, I get what you're saying. I do, I do, I understand what you're saying. And uh yeah, it is ridiculous. And 
I just think the price of football, football is goes. the price of football is absolutely mental. I'm considering if you've got, say, you've got yourself, and you're going to take a kid with you, depending on the age of them. That's another one. Yeah, a lot of clubs have they put their concessions to 16, don't they? Then they'll have a 16. To, they have a 16 to 18 bracket, and then they'll go uh, 18 yeah. plus as your as your adult your full adult season ticket. But yeah. it is, it's an expensive day, especially if you've got the travel. Then you've got the food at the ground, getting to the and ground. I think that's, that's the other stage there as well, Grant. It's kind of a monopoly because once you're in those doors, they charge what they want and there's no, there's no alternative. Yeah. Obviously, you know, you've got kids. Like I take my two kids to the game. My little boy loves the food at Bradford. I, I'm not a fan of it, but he loves the burgers at Bradford. And I think the £4.50... And they're not big. And that's not me criticising because I can kind of look at that and go, do you know what? That's how the club's going to make money. Mm-hmm. Because that's, they that are... Was my point. They, I, yeah, they could make that money elsewhere. They char- charge a lesser season ticket. But you're not telling me that if I go to Swindon next season, they're still not going to be charging well, four or five pounds for a burger. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what's interesting, what Grant just said about, you know, the prices and stuff. I mean, a, a little unknown fact about me is um, I'm a Bradford fan, but I'm from Leeds. My old man is a Leeds United fan, um, but I wanted to go to football. So It's not his dad, by the way. He's got an old man <laughs> that just lives behind him. <laughs> <laughs> so he is uh, a Leeds United fan, and he said, you know, I said I wanted to go to football. Now, to take me to Leeds United, it would have cost him something like 40, 50 quid at the time. This is, what, about 94, 95? So he took me to Bradford because it was 13 quid in and it was a pound a kid. And he took me in. Quid a kid. Yeah, it was quid a kid. And uh, it just so happened that Chris Waddle was playing that day for Bradford and I can still remember the goal. But this is where you're right. Clubs need to entice new fans in by offering, you know, better range of season tickets. Make it more affordable for the family. You know, if you've got young'uns who want to go to the football, like I said, my family, majority of them are Leeds United fans, but I'm not because of because of the fact that my dad took me to watch Bradford because it was cheaper. And that's what clubs need to understand. I think we said I think we said this in a previous podcast. If they're doing this with the costs, they need to give more entertainment value, a better package yeah. for the fans, not just your 90 minutes of football. Give them something else for the whole day, the full experience yeah. of being in the ground. Do something, make it a great day out for everyone. You, you'll make more money then as well. Do if you if you entice if you give people to get to the ground an hour earlier or two hours earlier, they're going to spend money when they're there. Um, I mean, you look at it. So yeah, we've got food that's ridiculous. Shirts in League Two, yes. I mean, a shirt is a shirt. It doesn't matter what team you support, but they're still forty five, fifty quid, and yeah. that. It's a lot of money. By the t- if you've got a family of four going to watch a team and you want to buy them all a shirt, you know, you, they're coming out with shirts every single season. I remember not... I, I think a shirt should last though. two seasons. Yeah, They I used think. to, though, didn't yeah. they? Do you remember when it didn't yeah. always used to be an annual thing? Yeah. Two years. Um, <coughs> everyone used to do that. This is a sponsorship yeah. thing, though, because you get more money out of a sponsorship yeah. deal if yeah. you're doing it for a one-year deal then you get a new sponsor the season after. I'm, yeah. it's better than getting a two-year deal where you'll probably get a bit less money for doing it. It's purely we, sponsorship. I think I think Brentford, sorry, go to the Premier League, but Brentford are doing it. They're they're carrying their shirt forward to next yeah. season. Do you know what Brentford are uh, as well? For anyone who back on the just on the Crawley thing, 
Brentford also have a crypto element to how they run. So have a look into how they operate and that might give you a bit more of an indication. But yeah, the, the, the price, if I wanted to go to, let's say I was a Swindon, Swindon Town fan, someone sent me all the prices, but 400 for an adult, I think it was. Let's say let's say half that for, two, for a child. If me, my missus, my two kids were Swindon fans, that's 1,200 quid off the bat for tickets, for season yeah. tickets. Yeah. Then we want a shirt. Then I want to get my shirt each. That's another two hundred quid between us. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I can't. I can't if, agree with that. I can't, can't disagree with that. And, point. Then, and then every game you go to, you, you know, your kid wants a burger. You, that's a tenner. They need a bottle of water. They need a, a, some something to drink. That's two fifty. That's three mm -hmm. quid. You're spending twenty five, thirty quid a game on top. Twenty three games. And especially so with the way that the world is working, well, certainly over yeah. here. Cost yeah, yeah. was nuts, isn't it? Do you and know that's what Bradford did, didn't they? Bradford came out and said because of the cost of living and the increases in electricity, because that's the other point. People are having to find five, six hundred pound more a year for electricity. It's going. To, we're at the point now where people are getting priced out of the game. People are having to choose whether to eat or whether to heat the homes at the minute. Now, if you had £370 that you were going to blast on a season ticket and you were umming and ahhing about whether you were going to renew anyway and the club come out and go, oh, guys, we're going to push on next season so we're going to charge you 30 quid more, I'm going to go, well, solves it. 400 quid straight into my kit. I can put my eating on for another hour. You know, it's we froze our prices based on cost of living and I think football owners, clubs need to do more for fans because we supported those clubs through... Um, through COVID. Here, here. Mm. Here, here. We supported the we here, paid here. Our, our season ticket prices at Bradford. We we off, obviously we didn't have to, but people donated their season ticket money to help the club and to give them a budget. And I know other clubs did the same. And I'm not knocking Bradford yeah. because we've we've got some good prices. And I'm I, I think commercially our club is run probably one of the best clubs in the league in terms of commercial running. Um but this yeah, league people didn't see enough more. games through buying closed doors and yeah. Yeah. 100% people need to do more in this league, not just in this True. league at the very top. You know, £900 for a season ticket, at, I think Arsenal is the cheapest. What, like, and, sorry. Need, and the thing is, they don't need that money, and that's the annoying thing because the, the, the amount of money that they make in the Premiership it means fuck all, it means yeah. fuck all. So, why you price anyway? Yeah, yeah, we're pricing people out of the game. Um, and then pe and then people moan, clubs moan about fans staying away, clubs moan about people watching on illegal streams. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. people can't afford mm. to follow the club that mm. they love. And people want to follow the club. People's mental health, and we're going down a bit of a thing here, but it's true. People's mental health is absolutely on its ass at the minute. And for some people, going to watch their club week in, week out is the break that they get away from the shit. And you're potentially stopping people from doing that. It's to some people, it literally is the only enjoyment they get. And you're potentially either pricing them out of it or you're forcing them into debt to go and watch a team that, I mean, let's say, do an Oldham or a Scunny next season. It's, yeah, yeah well, anyway, rant over. Fuck it. Um, on a positive note. Good rant. Good rant. Thanks. Can <laughs> you tell that's been building up for ages? Just a bit. Just a bit. <laughs> Let's look forward to the bank holiday weekend, guys. We haven't got an episode on Sunday because we're going to record. Did we say Monday? Said Monday. We've said Monday. Yeah, well, yeah. Chris gets too pissed up to not record. I've got work on Tuesday, so I'll be 
reasonably sober. <laughs> I'm, I've got a picture of Chris printed off, and when I get to City on, on Friday, I'm going around all the kiosks and saying, do not serve this man. <laughs> uh, I guess they won't be just... able to see him. <laughs> just a little hand Grant, fucking with a five-pound note. Like it. I, this card. <laughs> In fairness, guys, for anyone who doesn't know, like they're not actually Chris isn't actually that short. It's just become something that Grant said. Oh, I get it. It all triggered time. Chris so much that now he's never going to disappear. All other time, look, Chris over there. Um, he's dead as well. He is dead. He's dead. Me. Yeah. Guys, jeez, what a depressing <laughs> episode this has been. Um, <laughs> Let's look forward to Friday. I'm going to blast through these fixtures quickly, and I want you to each pick out a game that you think is the game on Friday. Okay, hurry up then. Exeter, Colchester. Mm. Barrow, Forest Green. Mm. Bradford City, Tranmere Rovers. <laughs> Bristol Rovers, Salford City. Yes. Har- yes. Harrogate and Swindon. Hartlepool are playing Port Vale. Leighton mm. Orient, Scunthorpe. Mansfield and Sutton. Ooh. Newport County and Crawley. Oldham, Northampton, Stevenage, Rochdale, and Walsall, Carlisle. Two now, games. Between... Two games. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna guess what the two are. Bristol Rovers, well, Salford. You couldn't exactly miss it yeah. because we you were going miss that one. Ooh. Stevenage, Walsall, uh, Stevenage, Rochdale. The other one. It doesn't excite me. Yeah. No, no, but I mean, it is, in terms oh, of importance. Yeah, 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 it's an important game. Important game. Yeah, but, I think we were looking nah. more towards the top of the table, to be honest. Bristol Rovers. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one, Grant? Um, Port Vale? Yeah, do, do. No, Port Vale. Hartlepool playing Port Vale. Oh. Uh, Mansfield Sutton? Yeah. Yeah, that's I, a decent I, game. I think, I think that's a formality for Mansfield again. I think Mansfield... Uh, and that's not a knock on Sutton. I just think Sutton have played a lot of games this season and they, they probably... They, they, well, they have. They've got a bit leggy, haven't they? So... Um, We'll, we'll, we'll forgive what someone. a game though they had I don't know if we mentioned this other week what a game against Rotherham Jesus Christ it's an unreal game unreal game um, so that's the game so we're, we're, what are we going with what's the game it's got to be one it can't be two Bristol Rovers Salford or yeah. Bristol Rovers Salford Bristol Rovers Salford yeah um, Monday I'm going to do the same again Carlisle Mansfield Colchester Bradford City Crawley Walsall Forest Green Oldham Northampton, Harrogate, Port Vale, Bristol Rovers, yep. Rochdale, Hartlepool, <laughs> Salford, Barrow, Scunny, Stevenage, Sutton, Newport, Ooh, nah. Swindon, Leighton Orient, and Tranmere, Exeter. Now, Bristol Ooh. Rovers, both games this weekend. Be, yeah, but Tranmere, Exeter, Tranmere, Exeter is another a, one. It's a tasty one, by the way. I think it depends on what happens on Friday. If Tranmere beat Bradford Friday, that game is huge. Yeah. Um, User at home as well. User shit at we're, home. We're at home. We're, we are shit at home, yeah. Wait, the thing is, would you a win at home under Mark Hughes, though? We, yeah, we've been due a win at home since Mark Hughes came in. Yeah, we yeah. know. So it's going to happen at we're some stage. Trap me at Hughes. Thing is allergic he, he... to Valley Parade. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think any manager is allergic yeah. to Valley Parade. This is a problem. <laughs> to Lady um, Eric. I've got to get in there. At least once an episode, I've got to get that in. Well, fingers crossed you're going to see him next season. Um, but for anyone who didn't, we didn't actually mention it, Chris, you would have been this season going to see Newport County in your game, which I think would have been a banging day out. Hey, do you know what? Um, Listen, I've got friends down there. I'd have, I'd have had a great time. Chris, don't lie. I, I've, got, I've got friends down there. Chris, 
Chris, your friends are in this little <laughs> podcast here, and we are friends, and we get paid for it, right? We're on the clock. We get paid for this. That's why we don't mind these shit. Do we? What? I, I didn't know about this. When do I get no, paid? No, 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 no. Chris, your family pay us to, to just oh, keep you entertained right, right. on an evening. Um, so, guys, yeah, we're going to record Monday straight after those games. So, it'll be interesting. We can come straight back. But, yeah, I mean, this is Bristol Rovers' biggest, probably biggest weekend of the season. And it? it's, it's huge for yeah. them. Yeah. Um, but, guys, other than that, anything else you want to add? I was going to add something, but it's going to go into another conversation. I, can I leave it for another day or to add it now? Yeah, go, so, on, no. go on, it's fine. Go on. We, you know we've made people win. I, I, was, I know we don't like talking about our own clubs, but I want to talk Hartlepool for a second. Yeah, sorry, I meant to mention it. Yeah, I want to talk Hartlepool this week. Um, so Hartlepool have just received six, a six-figure comp- compensation um, for what was called a botched... 2019 transfer. Ooh, so it's not a box transfer. It's not a box it, transfer at all. It's absolute it fraud in the highest order. Baggery um, by Fulham. So Fulham had a young lad on trial called Luca Murphy from Hartlepool, and then they decided, nah, he's not really what we want at all. Sent him back to Hartlepool. They'd obviously been whispering in his ear and filling him with lots of big things. And uh, like big ideas, not filling them with big things. I am that's I know I know I offered my address. I offered my address to Peter Swan the other week. Fulham, you're not getting my address. You can have grants after that comment. I'm not. <laughs> oh my god. Luca Murphy then decided, no, I don't want to train my Hartlepool. I'm so he refused to go to training, didn't turn up, and then we had no option but to release him from his contract. A couple of weeks after he was released, Fulham decide to snap him up on a free, paying absolutely nothing to the club <laughs> and not giving any compensation, despite Hartlepool bringing him through their ranks from, I think it says it's either the age of six or the age of nine. It was nine. Him, I was nine. Age of nine. So we got absolutely nothing from Fulham because it was the National League didn't cover that at that point. Um, so this has been chased down for years to try and get compensation from Fulham, and eventually they've now given in. They've had to pay us a six-figure sum. But what's even better for this is now Fulham have had to release Luca Murphy. He's been released. He doesn't have a club. So it Why just goes to, to show him? he's just not there anymore. He's gone. He's not oh, right. Him. So I thought, I thought you meant they have to release him. No, no, him based they, on this. no, no, they have released him. He's no longer at Fulham anymore. So I think this just goes to show a lot of young players, that the grass isn't always greener. Just because you've got a big club looking at you doesn't mean you need to go chasing that Premier League dream, doesn't mean you need to go chasing that championship dream. Allow the clubs that you're at to develop you. You owe them that. Unless, yeah, maybe prove yourself in the first team, but just because you're a young breakout player doesn't mean you need to go somewhere like that. Find yourself, find your roots in the lower leagues. Find your roots in the National League. Build yourself up. Well, he's been you know out. He's been released for a year nearly yeah. now as well. Yeah. He's I, reckon I reckon he'll probably be in AEW next week anyway. Snakey, snakey, snakey dealings from Fulham. Yeah, that's dodge. Fuck you, Richard Osman. Chris, Grant. I was saying when Grant told me, do you remember when it happened to us, Chris, with um, Mark Stewart? 
Yeah, I do. The thing is, yeah. that wasn't so. We signed Mark Stewart on a on the under the Bosman rule, which I believe it's under it twenty five. It's yeah, because in Scotland the Bosman rule is is a year older. older. So when we mm-hmm. signed him, if he'd have, if we'd have got him from an English club, there'd have been no fee to pay. We'd have been okay. But in in Scotland, it goes there's a there's a year difference. Yeah. So we ended up getting Mark Stewart, who I will say now, I don't think he watches this. I'm not. Was absolutely fucking terrible. terrible. And he cost us two hundred and fifty thousand pounds. We had to pay for Did he not cost us three? No, no, two two fifty. Two fifty. We we went right through it because Scott, one of our friends, and Richard there, Falkirk fans. Obviously, Grant lives there. Do you laugh? He's honestly constantly brought up. Didn't um, he go back there as well? No, he went. He went somewhere dodgy. He, he went into Scotland. Yeah, I did. Did you not saying? Did you not saying Falkirk Jack Compton though, in, in revenge for that? No, we got him from them. Oh, did you get Compton from Falkirk as well? He was yes. all right for us, you know. He was all right for us. I'm know. not going to hear it. Nah, I'm not right, entertaining he, that at all. In fact, I'm he sure. Was, he, didn't he score he was, at Ellen Road? Didn't he score in the Cup? Yeah, yeah, he did. We lost 2-1. Mark Stewart and Jack Compton tore leads apart in that one little run. I guess um, Jack Compton probably scored and then pissed in the centre circle. The thing with, 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 with Jack Compton was, if Jack Compton had believed what other people... At the club were saying about him, he'd have been okay. The problem was Jack Compton believed the voice in his head. He, I remember him saying, and it's up there with um, what's he called, Fondop. It's up there with Fondop talking about being a mixture of Messi and Ronaldo. Compton said that he would play for Barcelona one day. Mate, Braithwaite played play for Barcelona. Note. Anything's possible. <laughs> what he meant was Barcelona C. Um, right. So that was that was a bit of an that was a bit of an extended um anything else, guys. So thanks for putting up with my um, boring old voice. Anyway, guys, once again, thank you very, 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 very much for listening to us talk nonsense for the last hour and a bit of your lives, taking up all your time. You always look really confused when I'm doing this. Don't forget. Like us on Facebook, share a post, share it far and wide. We don't see enough shares. We want to see you doing it a little bit more. Give us something back other than just listen to this. Let someone else hear us. Put us on there. Make their day just that little bit better. Follow us on our Facebook page. Subscribe to us on Spotify. Rate us whatever the hell you want. We don't don't rate us whatever the hell you want. Rate us five stars. Comment whatever. Comment whatever the hell you want. Call us all assholes. We don't care. We are. It's a bit of fun. Yeah, rate us five stars. Follow us on Twitter. Join in on our Discord. We always have a match day live. One of us is usually in it to have a wee chat with, even just to shoot the shit and have a bit of fun in our general chat, off-topic chats, just whatever. It's good fun. Have a laugh. Guys, thank you once again. We've been the lower league. Look. I still feel like I did it better. Yeah. 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 Yeah.